this is Mother's Day, right? Uh, and uh, we just want to say Happy Mother's Day. And we have a gift for you. And we want to pray for you as well. Pastor Chad will uh, lead that section at the conclusion of this service. Today, we're going to look at the only book of the Bible that's aimed specifically at a woman. Think about it. Who, where, who would that be? The only book in all of the Bible that's aimed, that's written specifically to a woman. And actually, it's clear it's actually written to a mother and her children. It just seemed like that this was perfect for us to look at. Since it was written to a mom and her children, it's a short little letter. There's just 13 verses involved. Uh, today, we're going to be looking at the New Testament book of 2 John. So uh, you might want to start looking now. It's not one we typically look at all that much. If you have your Bible with you. The theme of this little, I wouldn't call it a letter. It would be more like a postcard. The theme of this postcard written from the Apostle John to this chosen mother and her children. The theme is truth. Paul Excuse me, John wants to write to this mom about truth. And I would argue the world of John's day is much like the world today. Uh, in John's day, biblical times, the world was filled with people spreading lies. The world was filled with people who had their form of heresy, their form, their form of false messaging, and they were out there spreading lies. Now, they went door to door. Today, we do it much more effectively. Uh, people spread their false teaching, and it comes right into our house in a hundred different ways. So that's the theme, and I would argue it's very relevant today. John writes to this mother, what about the father? He's not mentioned many Commentators suggest maybe she was a widow. Anyway, he writes to her, and he's going to write to her about the importance of truth. Truth. What is truth? I'm going to tell it to you right off the bat. Truth is found in Jesus, in knowing Jesus, and in his inspired instruction manual. That's truth. So he's going to warn her and remind her truth is huge. Okay? Challenges this mother in three specific ways regarding truth. First of all, he says, I'm going to challenge you that you need to know the truth. Okay? And he says, secondly, I, I want you moms to walk in truth and practice truth. I'm already applying it to you moms here today. So know the truth. Secondly, walk in and practice truth. And finally, John challenges this mother to protect, guard the truth. Here's the truth. Truth is still under attack. Would you not agree? There, there's so many voices that are in opposition to Jesus and his inspired truth. And I just want you to know, mothers, grandmothers, maybe some great-grandmothers, we still need godly moms, grandmas, great-grandmas to know, practice, 
and guard the truth of Jesus and the Bible. We need you. <laughs> and that's what this letter is all about. If you're able, would you please stand with me? We're going to read out loud together the first six verses of 2 John. Ready? Here we go. Let's, uh, let's read together. The elder to the lady chosen by God and to her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all who know the truth. Because of the truth, which lives in us and will be with us forever, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ. The Father's Son will be with us in truth and love. It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I'm not writing you a new command, but one we've heard from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for uh, allowing me to be back here with my church family. Thank you, Lord, for uh, thinking up the whole idea of Mother's Day. Thank you, Lord, that we get to honor and spoil the mothers here and in our lives today. Would you help us now as we open up your instruction manual? Would you help us to dig into this short book and show us why truth matters so much? Correct us in areas where truth is getting trampled around us. Lord, I pray especially for the mothers and the fathers as well. Help us, Lord, to protect and guard our children, and our grandchildren. Right now, we invite your spirit, Lord, to come and take charge today in your church. Would you take charge of uh, these weak lips and this weak eye of mine? Lord, help me to get out of the way. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from your son, the second person of the Trinity. We need to hear from the king of the universe, Jesus Christ. King of kings and Lord of lords and all the church family gathered today here in the church building and all those watching online said with one voice, nice job, we can be seated. Well, John begins his inspired postcard, that's what I'm going to call it because it's really not a letter, it'd be more like a postcard to this chosen mother, challenging her to know the truth. Okay? First of all, he says, Mom, you got to know the truth. And then John says he loves them in the truth. And he says, I love all those who know the truth. Okay? So why, John, do you love this mother and to all who know the truth? Look at verse 2. He continues on, because of the truth, which lives in us and will be with us forever. Now think about that. Because of the truth, 
which lives inside of us, followers of Jesus, and, and those who will live with us forever. So truth is something that's alive and living inside of us. Tr truth is more than just ideas. Truth is a somebody. And that's exactly what John's going to say and explain to us. Look at verse 3. He says, Grace, mercy, peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son. He'll be with us in truth and in love. To know Jesus personally is to know truth. To know Jesus personally is to know the giver, the source, what truth is all about. Do you understand? In other words, Jesus is the one that's living inside of us and will live with us forever. Very same writer, John chapter 14, Gospel of John, says this. Uh, Jesus is talking and he says, I am the way, I am the, and I am the life. Hmm. Pause with me. I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And then he says, no one comes to the Father except through me. Biblical truth begins and ends with Jesus Christ. When Jesus is Savior and Lord, that's where truth is found. Ephesians 1 verses 13 and 14 Here's what the Apostle Paul says. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. Did you get that? The message of the truth, which is all about Jesus, and it's the gospel which brings salvation. So let's just break that down a little bit. The message of the truth, the message of Christ Jesus is this. Give me your eyes. Jesus left the glory and the splendor of heaven. He could have stayed, but he knew we had a great problem here on earth, right? Our greatest problem in life, we are sinners and we are awaiting judgment for our multitude of sin. Jesus, the sinless lamb of God, willingly took our place on the cross. He allowed his blood to flow to wash our sin. He took our place in the grave Jesus, early Sunday morning, arose victoriously from the dead, defeated sin and Satan and death. Now, give me your eyes. When we hear that message and we believe it by faith and open the door of our life and receive Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. Now, look at verse 2. Truth abides in us and will be with us forever. Uh, this mother who John is writing to, knew the truth. She knew Jesus as her Savior and Lord and King. And now John says, don't stop there. Make sure your children, he says some of them know, but not all of them. Make sure your children know the source of truth, Jesus Christ personally as well. Two questions, moms. Who are the moms here today? Your grandmas, great grandmas. Can I see your hands? Well done. Thanks for coming on your special day. Here's, do you know the source of truth? Do you know Jesus personally? 
That, that's huge because you can't pass on to your children something that you don't have yourself. Do you know Jesus personally? Has he taken up residence in your life? Second question. Do your children know Jesus personally? Do your grandchildren? Do your great-grandchildren know Jesus personally? And some of you might just be honest enough to say, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I, maybe not. If not, that's where the power of a praying mother begins. The power, I'm just telling you, when moms set in and daily start to pray fervently, asking, seeking, knocking for their children, for their children to come to know truth, to know King Jesus, watch out, okay? So if you have children who you, you're not sure, or maybe you're quite sure they don't know Jesus, then you're just going to sit there at heaven's door asking and seeking and knocking. And I'm not going away, Lord. I want you to maybe use me or use somebody to reach my child so they'll know the gospel of salvation. The biggest factor in your child knowing Jesus, the biggest factor in your children and grandchildren coming to know Jesus is for you to know Jesus first, right? If you don't know him, they're likely not going to know him. But if you know Jesus, and now you're going to hang out and pray, and pray fervently and daily, watch out. <laughs> John's not done. Go back to Second uh, John with me. Next, he challenges this mother to walk in and practice the truth of Jesus. Verse 4. It's given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth. Just as the Father commanded us, verse 5, and now, dear lady, I'm not writing you a new command, but one we've had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you've heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. It says, it gives me great joy. Look at verse 4. It gives me great joy that some of your children, mom, are walking and living the truth of Jesus Christ. But I'm going to give you this new command, verse 5. Here's the new command. What is it? Love one another. <laughs> I want love. I want you looking out for each other better than you do for yourselves. And he says, this really isn't a new command, because Jesus emphasized this command, love one another. So here's the idea. Here's the challenge, moms. Create an environment in your home where the children are valued and respected and listened to and know they're loved. <laughs> that's a tough one. But, but that's really what it's all about. And children will follow the lead of their parents when they are watching mom and dad and they see mom modeling, loving, caring, respecting, following Jesus. Verse 6, look at it. And this is love that we walk in obedience to his commands. Biblical love is love that flows from the teaching of God's word. Okay? What is biblical love? It's, it's love that aligns itself up with the instruction manual for life. We teach the truth of God's word 
We live it out in our homes. And children catch our example. Isn't it true? Children, they're listening to our words, but they follow our example. So if you're living out the love of Jesus in your home, children follow examples. They're looking for how you live. And he says, I want you to practice the truth. Practice it out. Create that atmosphere and live it out, walk it out in your daily lives. There's no greater joy than for a mom who knows Jesus to see her children and her grandchildren loving and living for Jesus. Amen? Moms, do you know that to be true? No greater joy than when you see your children and your grandchildren love and strong Jesus and, and following him with all their heart, soul, mind. Nothing, nothing that's greater. And then I would argue there's no greater grief for moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas to see children and grandchildren wander from the truth. I'm not really interested in Jesus living far away in the land of the prodigals. No greater grief than when that happens with our children and our grandchildren. John's first challenge, Mom, I'm writing to you, uh, know Jesus, know the truth. Make sure that you have a personal relationship with Jesus, that he lives in you forever. Second challenge, uh, Mom, I want you to walk in and practice the truth of Jesus. Create an atmosphere of love and make sure it's real and alive and contagious. Third challenge, uh, and then we're done. Moms, protect and guard the truth of Jesus and his book. Make sure you protect the truth. Go back to 2 John. Look at verse 7 with me. He writes, I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what we've worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. I'm going to say this again. The world that John is addressing here is much like the world today. In John's day, false teachers went door to door and they'd come and they'd try to persuade people about their brand of heresy that was anti-Christ. Can I say the obvious here? Today, they don't have to come and knock on your door. Today, they're coming into our homes a thousand different ways, okay? Um, they're coming, they're knocking on the door, they're, they're traveling to us. And John says to this chosen mother, watch out because truth is under attack. The truth of Jesus, the truth of God's word. Make sure that the people who are coming with, the, with these lies aren't stealing away the hearts and the minds and uh, the allegiance of your children and your grandchildren. He says, fight, be on guard. Don't lose your children to the father of lies. John chapter 8 and verse 44. Satan 
And his demons, his demonic army, give me your eyes, want to kill, destroy, wipe out. They are actively seeking to kill, steal, destroy your children and your grandchildren. Do, do you not know that? That's what he's saying. Be on guard. Moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, it's easy to just sit back and be passive and say, oh, I, I think it's going to be okay. No, it's probably not. Okay? Don't allow anything to mess with the hearts, the minds, the souls of your precious children. The gift that the Lord's given you. So, so how do we know if someone or some idea is dangerous? How do we know if what they're coming at us is wrong and false? Look at verse 9. Here's how we know. Anyone who runs ahead does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. Okay? Anything that doesn't line up with Jesus being the king of the universe and Jesus is the source of truth, anything that contradicts that needs to be rejected. No thanks. You're not allowed here. You're not allowed to enter our homes. You're not allowed to mess with the heart and mind of my child or my grandchild. That make sense? It's pretty clear. Does it line up with Jesus? If it doesn't, no thanks. You're not welcome. And uh, verse 10 and verse 11 gets real specific. Here we go. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. Anyone who welcomes them shares in their wicked work. I'll never forget Pastor Ward, uh, my mentor here. He was on staff first uh, 10, 15, Tim's dad. Um, he said, any cult that comes and knocks on your door, so many times we think, oh, I'm going to invite them in and we're going to have this wonderful debate and, and I'm going to win them to Jesus Christ. Look at verse 10. It's pretty clear. Anybody who comes in from a false cult and they want to tell you their beliefs and they don't have teaching that lines up, they have teaching that goes against Jesus Christ and who he is, they deny that Jesus is God with skin on, the second person. He says, don't invite him in. So I guess I'll just pass on what Pastor Ward said so, so uh, clearly to me. No, you don't invite those people in. You know what I'm talking about. The, the white shirts and the ties or the ones who go around and they want you to be a part of the 144,000. No, 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 you're not welcome. Why? Because what you're teaching goes exactly against the truth that I know found in Jesus Christ, okay? Don't welcome them in. Don't, don't invite them in. No thanks. Moms, dads, <laughs> it's way bigger than just someone knocking on your door. Do you know, by far, the digital world, um, Pastor Brandt tells me, that by far, the number one source coming at teens today, uh, I was surprised, but you know, YouTube. <laughs> and then Spotify, and then TikTok, and 
Insta, and we could just keep going on. Um, but I'm just telling you, be aware, because coming at your child on their phone, on their iPad, on their device, are thousands and thousands of voices. And I will go so far as to say many, no, Myron, I'm going to say most of them, aren't representing Jesus and his truth. Most of them are bringing messages that don't line up with God's word. So here, here's what I'm saying. John's not being pessimistic and negative here. Can I say John's being very loving? And he's saying, I love you so much, mom. I love you so much and I love your children so much that I care enough to warn you about the danger all around, okay? Know the truth of Jesus personally. Make sure you're walking in and daily living out the truth of Jesus Christ. And then finally, protect your children from all of the messages that bombard us on a daily basis, okay? Um, moms here at Walloon, moms watching here on, online, big, huge responsibility we've been entrusted with. The Lord said, I'm going to entrust you with this child, a wonderful gift on loan from me. I'm going to entrust to you children and grandchildren, and for some of you, great-grandchildren. Beware. <laughs> they need to be protected. They need a model. They need someone who knows Jesus, who lives Jesus and his love out daily, and then who will actively care enough to protect them from the lies and the false teachings. That's the challenge. I would argue it's a really loving reminder from John. Let's pray. Lord, uh, thank you for the reminder that we get here from John. <clears throat> And I want to pray right now for each and every one of the mothers. And I'm going to go beyond. It's not their day, but I'll pray for the fathers and the grandmas and the grandpas as well. You've called us to do the impossible. And that's true. In our own power, in our own strength, in our own resources, what we've just talked about is impossible. But we've got you, Lord. You've given us your instruction-inspired owner's manual. You've given us your Holy Spirit that resides right inside of us. We've got a family to live life with. So, Lord, thank you for the resources you bring to us. Would you help us to do the impossible? Would you, would you help us to raise our children and our grandchildren in such a way that they want to follow you. They want to live strong for you. That they want to follow you with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Lord, if that's going to happen, they need moms and dads who know you and who daily live strong for you. I'm praying, Lord, for those here in the building for those watching online, would you work powerfully, especially in the mothers? 
And if there are any mothers watching right now who don't know you personally, would you help them to realize their great need for a personal relationship with your son, Jesus? We praise you. The gospel is clear. And Lord, I pray for each mom. Pray for anybody who doesn't know your son, Jesus, personally. Watching here in the building, Lord, wake us up. Help us to realize our great need to have our sins forgiven. Help us to recognize that your son, Jesus, took our place on that cross, shed his blood, took our place in the grave, rose victoriously early Sunday morning. And right now, the greatest need we have is for Jesus to wash and cleanse and forgive us of our sins and come take up residence in our lives. If there's any moms right now who haven't done that, any dads, grandmas, grandpas, anybody who's watching or listening, Jesus, I believe those facts. Open up the door of my life right now and I receive you as my Savior, my boss, my King, my friend. Lord, would you give us great wisdom to live Jesus daily in front of our kids? Help them to see that truth is alive. Love, the love of Jesus is evident and they can see it. It's an example they're going to want to follow. Lord, that, that's big. It's a daily thing. Would you help us to do that in your power and strength as we walk with you? And finally, Lord, help us to stand guard and protect our children from the attacks and the lies and the false teaching that bombards, bombards us from thousands of different directions. Help us to be wise. And Lord, if there's a new area of attack coming in at our child, help us to be very aware of that. Show us, and then show us how lovingly we can protect them. We love you, Lord. Thank you again that we get to uh, honor these mothers and their families and their children and their grandchildren, Lord. Thank you again for your book. Brings us right back to your instruction on how to live life. We love you. It's in Jesus' wonderful name we pray all of these things.